Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Because it's a dog's life with pet and cannabis expert Angela Ardolino. Learn the best holistic practices from top pet industry professionals and listen in on why CBD might be a whole different animal for your best in show buddy. Here's your new best friend about pets, Angela Ardolino. Hey everybody, it's A Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino and I'm excited about my guest today because she's a neighbor and I love having someone close to me in Florida where I can actually tell people to go because it's really hard to find someone like you. I'd like to welcome Dr. Deneen Fasano. Hello, how are you today? Hello, Angela. Thanks for having me. You bet. It's, um, it's funny because every time someone's asking me for you know a vet, uh, you know, who would I recommend? I always kind of send them to the AHVMA to find a holistic vet. And then I explain to them that not all holistic vets are created equal, just like all CBD products are created equal. Yeah. Um, and I always love to inform my audience about um, vets and what you do and and how, you know, us as pet parents have this expectation that we're going to go in and you're going to be able to know exactly what's wrong and be able to fix all of the problems. Unlike when we go to the doctor and if we're having weird headaches, you know, our doctor sends us to a neurologist, you know, vets have to do everything and have to be, you know, specialize in everything, it seems like, which is a lot of responsibility I can't even imagine. Um, and then on top of that, the, the whole, you know, how, how vets get left out of things, you know, for instance, you know, the pandemic hits and, you know, medical doctors get instructions of what to do. Even the medical marijuana doctors here in Florida got instructions on what to do, but veterinarians didn't, right? Did you know no, we didn't get much of yeah, stay open, do telemedicine, take calls, nothing, right? Yeah, it wasn't very clear. I mean, I stayed open, but it wasn't very clear, I agree. Right. Would you um would you have felt comfortable practicing telemedicine? I did a little bit um when we were shut down, but I did see patients during the during the shutdown. So right. I was okay, I was okay doing both. Right. Um, so you are um, a holistic vet and you have trained yourself beyond of what you just learned in school. So you practice Chinese medicine, correct? Yes, I, um, I do uh, Chinese medicine. I do acupuncture. I also do chiropractic, other uh, herbal medicine, Chinese herbs and Western herbs. So you trained at the University of Minnesota but you have gone beyond that and practiced Chinese herbs, acupuncture, chiropractic. These are things that you learned out on your own. What brought you, what interested you in those types of modalities? Well, I, when I went to vet school, I, I personally for myself had an interest in natural medicine. So I knew I was going to head that route. But while I was in vet school, I met a, a veterinarian that I worked with who did acupuncture and Chinese herbs. And I, I, I just resonated with that, knew that was what I would do. But so, they, don't, so they, after, don't, they don't train you in regular vet school on any of those things. Do they even mention them or you just have to kind of on your own find out about them? 
Well, um, they don't really teach at, at the time I went, they didn't really teach it, but we had organized a holistic um, vet group in our school. So yep. we used to get people in and talk to them. So, I mean, we did that on our own as students. I love that. That's what happened. Uh, that's how I get invited to schools. I always tell people it's the president of the class and they invite us in to learn all about medicine, cannabis medicine, and it's just the students. And I love that. I love knowing that vet students know that there's more out there and they want to learn about it and they can't get it. They can't ask, you know, um, any of their professors about medical cannabis because they've never been taught about the endocannabinoid system or they haven't been taught about Chinese herbs or acupuncture. And all of these are amazing um, things that help our, help our pets so much. They help us. And of course they work on our pets. Um, what were some of your, when you first learned, what did you do first? Chinese herbs or acupuncture? Like what was the order? Probably the order for me, um, I started with Western herbs because they were, they were sort of easier to, you know, they're easier to find, easier to just get started with. And then I got certified in, in acupuncture. Um, that maybe took a couple of years after, out of, after I was out of school. But once you start um, learning of course, Chinese medicine for acupuncture, you learn the herbs too. So, so that goes hand in hand. Then you take the Chinese herb class. But, and what were yeah. some of the, the best, like mind blowing things that you learned that you then got to turn around and practice and see, you know, it's, I feel like it's that way with cannabis. I was like, okay, it says it's going to get rid of the inflammation it says it's going to open up the communication between the spinal cord and the brain, but let's see. And then sure enough, dogs get up and walk or their pain goes away or whatever it is. So tell me some of those stories where you were like, practiced it and there it was. It was just a pinched nerve or something out of alignment. Yeah, I think acupuncture was the biggest thing for me. Um, it was a combination of seeing how well the animals took to it and that they loved it and like repeat visits, they would just lay down and, you know, want their acupuncture. That combined with, like you're saying, the, the results of dogs that would come in in pain, hardly able to walk. And then just with one treatment, um, they were feeling amazingly better. So yeah, that was, that was dramatic for me. And I know that it's, um, you know, how do we know that we have found a good acupuncturist? What should we see from our dog during the session and afterwards? What should people expect? Well, I, I think the dog should like it or the pets definitely should like it. I mean, I don't force anybody to do it, but I find with my technique, and most of them, you know, they love it actually. And they, they come back wanting more. The cats will sit still for it, which is unbelievable to me. <laughs> and like, so have you ever had like a dog that, you know, was limping or in pain, gets one session and they're, they're feeling better already? Yes, I've definitely had that. Um, you know, it, it certainly all depends on the problems, but younger dogs or an injury or something um, not as chronic, may, you know, they can respond with just one treatment and like, like within the visit, be better. Um, I've seen that with severe back pain, one one treatment on them, and they're they're feeling just amazingly better. Right. So I I wish I could just let pet parents know, um, you know, before they just turn to a pharmaceutical pain reliever, that there's these other things that we could try first. Um, it's funny because when I went when my soul dog Odie went through, you know, becoming a senior citizen. 
he started um, having some degenerative issues. And then now that I've researched it more, I see nine out of 10 dogs have degenerative issues as they get older, that this is, this is very common. It's just like us. Um, but I freaked out, ran to the vet and, you know, she told me all kinds, she didn't say that. She didn't say he's getting older. So we need to, do you know what I'm saying? She said, he's got a brain tumor. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Which he didn't. Um, so we went through a whole series of things and, um, you know, she wanted to give me all these pain meds and all of these things. So I think what people don't realize is that their dogs become seniors just like us and things start issue, you know, issues start coming up, whether we have to change our diet or our back starts hurting or we have joint problems. They all start showing up just they, just like they do in, um, humans. So there's these natural things we can do to help support them instead of just prescribing a pain med, which isn't a, isn't a great idea, right? No, and like you're saying, um, with degenerative things, sometimes it's it's a more, um, I guess you need more more modalities. Like I do acupuncture, but sometimes we need to add other things like herbs or CBD or, um, you know, diet supplements because it's it's degenerative. It's been going on for a long time. So yeah, those things need more, you know, sort of a different sort of approach. I mean, they don't usually respond so much in one treatment. I know we have a, a chiropractor who she's a holistic vet and she's a mobile chiropractor. So she comes to, I have a boarding and grooming shop also. So she comes out once a month and does sessions on our dogs. And it was amazing just watching her just go down the spine. And she's like, did you see that right there? I just opened up a pathway. Did you see the skin move? And it's so funny because I can see it with my dogs now. I can see one of my, uh, my Doberman has injured her wrist so I can see she's all off now because she's compensating for the the hurt wrist. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to have to get her an adjustment when when this gets better because I know she's going to be completely crooked and weird. And if we don't take care of that, then that's probably going to turn into an issue later in her life, right? Yeah. So yeah, that maintenance like you're doing it is certainly the best thing to do. So prevention is always better than waiting till it's full blown and now it's more difficult to take care of. So that's great. So we're going to take a a short break, but when we come back, um, I'd love for you to tell us how often should our dogs, you know, get these types of uh, services, chiropractic, acupuncture. Um, Is it an age thing? Is it if they're suffering or is it something we can just do proactively to help them along? So we'll be right back. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take-anywhere treat. 
fetch your earbuds, and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Okay, we're back. We're with Dr. Deneen Fasano. And wait, now you, what is the name of your practice? I want to be sure to to mention that Animal Healing Solutions, right? Yes, it's in uh, Altamont Springs, Florida, just outside of Orlando. Awesome. So all my, you know, West Coast, Tampa, Orlando people, we've got somebody here right down the road from us. So that's really exciting um, to have you so close. We appreciate that. It's nice also to know, um, you know, when people have Florida problems, heat, humidity. I know at my groom shop, I love when the people come with their golden retrievers and they're like, we've never had to have them groomed or anything, but now he has hot spots. And I'm like, welcome to Florida. (laughs) You know, there's different issues here. Um, You know, fleas and ticks this season. Have you had a lot of, a lot of flea issues with customers, clients? Yeah, lots yeah, of fleas this year. Um, but uh, before the break, we were talking about acupuncture and chiropractic. How long, how often should our dogs get these types of treatments? Or is it something just when, you know, they have an injury or we see something wrong? Um, um, definitely, if there's an injury, certainly you should go in. But I think for all, all pets, um, younger pets, they respond super well to chiropractic. And I think they could have regular chiropractic depending on their activity or fitness once a month or once every three months. Um, you know, uh, acupuncture is great for um, certainly all of them. I, I mean, older ones respond, I feel even better to acupuncture because they, they'll sit more for it. But, um, but, but there too, I do a combination of acupuncture and chiropractic in most of my treatments. So um, but every three months for a healthy pet or uh, monthly as they get older, certainly older pets with any 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 kind of chronic problems, arthritis, skin problems, anything would benefit from monthly treatment. 
And how often, like, so if we've got a dog with lots of allergies, let's say we have a boxer, which I feel like they always have some sort of crazy allergies. Um, how, and they start seeing you, like, will they immediately see relief uh, from the dog? Or is that something that, I guess, not allergies? What is something where they come in and then they immediately see a response? Because, of course, our dogs don't go, hey, we feel better. Like, on, on, it's funny when people start using CBD, they're like, well, how am I going to know it's working, especially if it's for arthritis or joint pain? And I'm like, you're going to know. You're going to see um, your dog running around again, playing with its toys, eating, just being more happy and being like itself again. Is that kind of what you see from acupuncture? Yeah, I think um, pain things respond much more quickly. I mean, I, I think you'll see immediate response. Other problems like allergies, it may take a few days or a couple of weeks. It's just a, it's a more complicated issue, I guess. But right. I know. I know. With, yeah, I know. With my um, senior, my old man, that it helps with his coughing, like an adjustment. She's like, "Yeah, I think when he turns his head this way, maybe something's, you know, poking in on here." And I'm like, "I didn't even think about these things." And you know, I watch my dogs. My Doberman is nuts. How they run through the woods at 100 miles an hour, jump up and down off the bed, no matter how many times I tell her not to do it. So you know those things have to, you know, knock things out of alignment. Um, if a dog is out of an out of alignment, what are some things that um, pet parents would see their dogs experiencing? Well, they may it may be um, it may be major things like they're not jumping on the couch or, or doing something they normally would do. Um, it might be just very subtle things like. I don't know, like um, maybe their gait is a little off or they might limp slightly or, I mean, they might just be more quiet than normal. Maybe not, not eating as much. Yeah, not going up the stairs, little things like that. And then that's probably a good time to come see someone like you and get an adjustment. Yeah, yes, definitely. And if we don't get that adjustment, what happens? You know, what happens if they knock well, something out of place and, and we don't get it fixed? Well, it can so if their neck or something is off, it starts to throw off things in their spine or their hips. So then they can develop. They start walking a little different. They can develop arthritis. I mean, it can become more permanent problems. Um, I, it takes I, time for that to happen. Right. I remember um, learning how important keeping the dog's nails cut so that you know they don't touch the ground, and how even their nails being too long will completely throw them off, make them start walking different, and mess up their alignment. Is that true? Yes, that's that's definitely true. And yeah, is that something that can really? Yeah, that's that's easily fixed by cutting their nails and keeping their nails short. So if for some reason they didn't, they got messed up, they can come get aligned and then keep their nails short and kind of fix the issue. It's not something that has to be permanent. No, and the, you know, even if for some reason they couldn't get their nails cut, it would be helpful to get chiropractic adjustments. Awesome, because it would help with the pain and relief. Yes. Very cool. So um, how did, so you went to school in Minnesota. How the heck did you end up in Orlando? Well, it might be, how did I end up in Minnesota? I, I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> we don't have a vet school in New Jersey, so I have to go somewhere out of state. And long story short, I ended up in Minnesota and uh, so, super glad that I went there. It was beautiful there. 
But then I went back to New Jersey after I graduated, practiced for a little bit and kept kind of working my way south. I, I had a vet school friend who was in Atlanta, moved there and then um, then ended up in Orlando. <laughs> but um, And how long have you been in Orlando? I've been here, uh, I think, 15 years. Oh, cool. That's about how long I've been in Tampa. <laughs> yeah. um, and how many, uh, do you see a lot of patients that come in just for the acupuncture and chiropractic? That, that's pretty much 100% of my practice. I mean, maybe 90%. So can they so. see you as your regular vet and then get these special services with you also? I do a little bit of regular medicine, but I pretty much do 100% holistic. So I have some clients that will bring their new puppies because they want to get them started. You know, I'll do very basic, you know, new puppy vaccines, but I don't do all the vaccines. I can do blood work, but I don't do x-rays and surgery. So I, I mostly focus on, you know, their holistic stuff. Some people still have a regular vet, but I can do some of the regular things. So Cool. Um so with Chinese medicine, like, do you have, I, do you have your own pets? Like, I would love to know what, what are some things, Chinese herbs that you have tried? Because of course, I'm such a huge fan of cannabis, as you know, and watching it completely take a dog that has been paralyzed and not walking and take a full spectrum product and start walking again. Um, what kind of herbs have you, uh, worked with that you think would be wonderful complementary uh, medicines and herbs with cannabis? So Chinese herbs in Chinese medicine, they work in formulas. So, and the formulas are, are very specific. So, which is interesting. So if a dog comes limping, say on their front leg, they have a specific formula for, for pain in the shoulder. So if it's coming in and it's got back pain, there's Chinese herbs for back pain. And then there's Chinese herbs for hip pain. So it, so that's what makes it very unique to me. It's not like we just blanketly put them on something. So they're on specific formulas that cover a specific part of the body. Very cool. And the formulas have multiple herbs in them. So it's not like one herb in there. So do you make the formulas yourself or you have them already? They're already prepared? Yeah, I buy already one. Most of them are in tablet form. It's just a lot easier for the pets to take. And it's like they eat it or you just shove it down they, the they, You either, usually I, <laughs> I have them hide it in like cream cheese or some type of a treat. I mean, that's the easiest way to do it. Ugh, I mean, some I people will pill them. And is it Chinese herbs they stay on forever? Like, is it something a daily, monthly? Is it something that they do all for the rest of their lives to help an issue? Or is it just to resolve something and then move on? It depends on what we're treating again. So some things are meant for a couple of weeks, some things maybe for six months to sort of resolve an imbalance. And then maybe the chronic arthritis and pain, some of those they'll need to be on probably forever. Very cool. All right, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Okay. And I'm going to go get rid of my dog who's now crying because I put her in another room. I'll be right back. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk.
Let me welcome Nick Hexum from 311. We've never heard things like your music when it first came out. It's like to mix the reggae with the punk and all of that together was just such an unusual sound and, and we loved it. We realized we're not going to copy what's on the radio. At the time, it was all grunge at what that was on the radio. And I said, let's just stick to what we know and wait for a culture to come around to us. Hey, it's Nick Hexum from 311, and you're listening to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina on CannabisRadio.com. Let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Trends and technology, processes and products. We cover these areas and more on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The Cutting Edge of Cannabis, consulted by the American Cannabis Company. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Every time I say your name, I want to go Fasano, you know, like my name, like Ardolino. <laughs> yes, I, I'm from New Jersey, so that's, that's, how, that's how they say it. <laughs> I feel like we, we would be like a really cool um, bail bondsman or attorney firm, Ardolino and Fasano. Don't mess with us. Okay, everybody, we're back with Dr. Deneen Fasano and... Um, so as I understand, you uh, also have use CBD in your practice. What are some of your favorite things that you've seen with CBD and what piqued your interest to even look into it and try it? Well, I, I started using it because um, I feel like it's super safe. And I mean, I felt that way. And uh, it's easy in the form that I've used in a, like a liquid form to just give a few drops to some of the smaller animals and the, the bigger dogs too. So it's easy to give. I feel like it's safe. And I use it for um, things like pain or arthritis. I've used it for cancer. I've used it for um, um, like behavior problems or stress and anxiety. I've used it for things like diabetes, um, other, you know, other uh, diseases and things. Cancer, cancer for sure. Yeah. When you, um, so I don't know if you hear it as often as I do, but you know, I get people all the time that say my vet knows nothing about it, or my vet says it's going to kill them, or my vet says it's not safe. I mean, what do you do? What do you say when you hear those types of things? Well, I just tell them, well, I'm using it and they're like, okay, good. 
<laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> but well, I do I mean, get that. They do come to me and say that. Right. I mean, I do bring up there, there, were, there are some concerns with liver disease and CBD in some dogs. And then I, I don't know that it's all of them. And it's just something I watch. If they have a liver problem, I might not put them on it. But other than that, I don't have any issue but with the safety have, of it. So if they have a liver, this is what I always like to say, is if they, so if there is a liver issue, then wouldn't you be careful with any prescription med or any medication that their liver is going to have to process? Yes, and that's very true. Because for me, yes, I try to put them on more food-based things. And yes, I avoid any Amen. kind of drugs. And, Amen. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and so that's what, so the argument is and where it all started was the, you know, I believe it was Epidiolex, which is an isolate or synthetic form of CBD raising liver um, enzyme levels. Um, so how that can be compared to an all natural medicine extracted from the flower of the plant, how those two can be compared, they can't. And what I love is that if any, you were to put your dog on any type of medication that their liver enzyme levels will increase. So why they're making this sound like it's something only cannabis does, you know, amazes me. And what, real study shows that it raises and then it goes back to normal. And um, Dr. Gary Richter, who's been using, you know, medical cannabis, you know, for a very long time in California, um, says it's nothing to be alarmed at. So how they've taken this one little piece of information to scare everybody about, and I'm sure, I think someone told me it was written in one of the um, veterinarian magazines. I remember giving it and him showing me the article and I'm like, okay, let me explain to you the difference. Um, but you know, I think it's silly. It's so silly that that we're going to use that one piece of information when, you know, thousands and thousands of dogs have died from prescription medications or dogs have been kept on prescription medications that they should have been taken off because they were just a temporary, fix to kind of help the dog and then we need to fix the problem. So I, it's amazing to me that the two get compared. So I'm glad to know. I try to bring on as many vets as possible to say, nope, here's another vet who says she's used it. She studied it. She can tell you it's nothing, no harm whatsoever. So I appreciate you being another um, advocate for this wonderful medicine. I use, I mean, who, I'm never going to find somebody who's practicing acupuncture, chiropractic, and Chinese herbs who isn't also for cannabis. That wouldn't make any sense. It's another beautiful <laughs> plant. I always tell people it's the most essential uh, oil out there. This plant's oil does so many things. Um, so you mentioned cancer. Uh, how did you, how did you use it for a pet that was suffering from cancer? Well, one of the things I might use it for is if there is some pain associated with the cancer. So I will use it with that. It has anti-inflammatory properties. So I, I do use it to try to help shrink tumors. It may help their appetite. So, I mean, I use it for all those things. Good. Um, is, has it become one of your favorite tools in your holistic tool belt? It's definitely one of them. Um, what are some of your others? Part, well, Chinese herbs for sure, because <laughs> we have so many different, like I said, we can really focus in on very specific things. So that's probably my favorite thing to use. 
So I see, um, you know, a lot of dogs with the, you know, little fatty tumors, all of them, the uh, papillomas all over them. Is that something that you would use cannabis and Chinese herbs on? Yes, you can definitely do that. I mean, I have a Chinese herb formula I use for shrinking those soft, you know, those masses, those lipomas and things. That is awesome. I love it. I've, I have never done any Chinese herbs. I want to get into it. Actually, I'm doing massage next. <laughs> and then okay. I want to get into more Chinese herbs. I'm into herbs and essential oils, but I've never gone into the whole, I believe everything. I love the, you know, the hot and the cold and the, all of that. I love it. So it's, um, it's awesome that it must be awesome to be able to practice those things and see dogs, what we always say, heal naturally with have you have you been able to do that completely heal dogs without using any type of Western prescription medication? Uh, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, I pretty much I try to treat a hundred percent that way. I mean, if we have to use drugs, I will, but I, I rarely use them. So well, I love that, and I believe in that too. I'm not a vet, but that's what I always try here and. Now I'm lucky enough to be able to text or call people like you to go, hey, this is what I was thinking. What do you think? And they're like, yes, awesome, perfect. Um, and if you ever have questions about cannabis, let me know. I'm, it's, I am learning every day something new and awesome and how it can help our pets. So I will continue to let you know anything that we learn. How can people find you that, um, that want to follow you or even come visit you that are in the area? Um, what is your website? How can they get in touch with you? My website is animalhealingsolutions.com. I'm on Facebook. You'll find it under that. Um, on Instagram. Um, we're on TikTok. I'm <laughs> on everything. Awesome. Um, but I'm in that. I can, yeah. So just go to my website, animalhealingsolutions.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Dr. Fasano, for spending your lunch hour with me. I really appreciate it. And um, I really love that you're healing pets naturally. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.